When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Dunzo. This is a podcast that explores hookups and breakups of famous lovers and friends, both real and fake, and all the discarded pop culture of yesteryear. I'm your host, Troy McKeady. You guys, welcome back to whatever episode of Dunzo this is. Welcome back to Dunzo, by the way. It's been half a month. Um, I know I should get, shouldn't have kept you waiting, but I'm here now. I am back. <laughs> and um, I'm very excited for today's episode. We are doing another VMAs. Uh, this week, we are doing the 2003 VMAs. And I am joined by my buddy, Zach Patton Garcia. Zach, how are you? I am fantastic. I'm collecting Dunzo appearances like Infinity Stone. So I'm on number three right now. Perfect. <laughs> I'm excited here. Um, and like you said, we're doing the 2003 VMAs. I have to tell you, I had not seen this in, in its entirety since it aired. And I was like nine years old when it aired. So I like vaguely remembered it. Um, there was a lot of surprises in here and a lot of like, you know, moments where I was looking for something that I thought I remembered and, and it just wasn't in this. So, yeah, I can tell you that I don't have, I, I basically have no memory of anything happening at this award show aside yeah. from the kiss, obviously. Um, and like, even like outside of the kiss, like my, my recollection of like who was there and what they were wearing is just people that were sitting in the audience during the kiss, like yeah. Beyonce <laughs> and Paris and, and like, I, you know, so I didn't remember anything. Um, I will say this was a really, it's its really interesting having watched like a bunch of VMAs now. Yeah. And, you know, some of them have obviously been better than others. This one had its, its like pros and cons. But I will say, I think Chris Rock was like a really good host. I thought so. I was wondering what your opinion was going to be on that because I thought his jokes landed. You know, they weren't too mean. None of them were too like like they weren't going for your guts right mm -hmm. they were just like jabbing you a little bit um and he i i, I have a love-hate relationship with chris rock because i do really like him yeah. uh his voice <laughs> even in his most whispered inside voice he's still yelling you know right so, <laughs> yeah um, so i i i recently saw him in spiral that that saw spinoff and mm -hmm. um, I can just picture him in that, just just yelling all the time. What do you mean? <laughs> He's so loud. And I feel like at this time he used like a stage voice, like it was even louder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, 
Like and it's like every word he does right is like pronounced. It's like Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But you're right though. He wasn't like too mean um in comparison to like I just watched the Wayne's brothers host and then I saw um I forget who the other host was. Uh oh, it was um uh Jamie Foxx. And Jamie Foxx was really mean. Like mean, mean, mean. Like nobody was laughing. It was uncomfortable. Like you could feel the tension. Was he the one that did the AJ joke? It was an AJ. Yeah. Yes. And all of his jokes were like that. They were just like really like, you know, undercutting. Um, I felt like Chris Rock got a lot of like rip roaring laughs. And I was actually like belly laughing. I was like actually laughing, which I do not typically laugh at the host's jokes of an award show. So I was like, okay, I got to give Chris Rock a little credit because, you know, his jokes were like just mean enough, like you said. I think um, Amy Poehler and uh, and Tina Fey's like three times hosting and their opening of the Golden Globes mm-hmm. like ruined every other host for me because yeah. now I like compare it to everybody else to that. But Chris Rock did like a really good job, and I like I, I did get a good belly laugh at a couple of these jokes. Um, also, this opening, I I guess I'm a bad Britney stan because I did not know they opened with this. Yeah. Yeah, your face. <laughs> How do you follow the rest of the show, though? Like, what else do we say after this? Are we just gonna cover the Britney, Madonna, Christina moment? <laughs> like, what else do well, we say after that? <laughs> you know, that was like I, I, when I was because I, you know, watching it in context. Like, that's the yeah. other thing is like it's always a little different to watch it in context with the rest of the show, and it's like a complete kind of package. And I was like, well, my God, like, no wonder. I'm going to actually get into this right now. Like, let's just start going, like, beat by beat. Go for it. Okay. Mm. So, like, looking back, right? Yeah. Obviously, you look out into the audience, and there's those infamous moments where you see, like, 50 Cent giving, like, dirty looks, and, you know, Justin's, like, giving dirty looks, and Eminem is scowling. And I was like, God, people used to really just hate on Britney. But then I was thinking in my head, like, they're all mad because – she has consecutively each year taken the headline for this award show. And no matter what they do, they all know that no matter what they do, no matter what they say, no matter how they perform or what prank they pull or like whatever, it's not going to be the headline the next day after this. And she did it again. And you know what it was funny is like, cause the first, her first VMA appearance, right? But that was like, it was good, and we remember it as Britney stands, but, like, it's not the widely known ones that are, like, shown, you know, in, in right. her clips of her, her reel, right? Um, so the first one where she rips off the tuxedo, uh, that was in, in, what, 2000? So that was, like, big show-stopping moment. Everybody talked about that the next year. It's, yeah. like, nobody was really expecting her to, like, completely blow the house down and outdo herself with with slave for you and the way she did that and so those two really set the tone and this one was the had to have been the first award show they were they were really expecting a britney talked about performance right Mm -hmm. and she delivered and she did exactly that um so they are a bunch of haters everybody was looking at her a bunch of haters i have a question for you though like so because you are covering all of these uh you're like re-watching all of these I just can't help but watch this award show, this specific one, and see everybody, like, there, there's so many faces that are recognized. Is it like that in the other ones, too? Or is, um, in comparison, which award show so far that you've rewatched has, like, the most star-studded audience? Honestly, they've all been like that so far. Really? Okay. Yeah. 
they've all just been like just looking into the audience is mind-blowing to see like uh, you know jennifer lopez like pulling lint off of like gwen stefani's jacket (laughs) and you know eve like taking a shot with like little john or whoever like it's honestly every time been crazy and this was no exception i mean it was like Kim Cattrall and like it was like just so many random people. When I saw Kim Cattrall, I was like, "There's Samantha." I'm missing know. her. <laughs> she I, know. I know, and she looked amazing. I was like, Crazy. "God." And this during so- this opening, right, they really do flash like everybody. We get everybody and everybody's reaction in this. Yeah, one. like they were really pinpointing these audience reactions that they were going to get you know and yes. i cannot even like how many fucking times do we get a justin timberlake audience cut throughout this award show too many too many for me you know that's the other thing is like it's always like justin consecutively for each one that i've done so far i think this is my fourth one it's been justin's he's either like the bell of the ball mm-hmm. or he's like really highlighted like a lot really and yeah like showing his facial expressions and him winning a million awards and like you know him just being like gross and like doing boys club shit in the audience like yeah he's him and Eminem I feel man oh it's so annoying and you know it's like everybody looking at Justin Timberlake is like this next like Michael Jackson figure right like even he's even performing Michael Jackson songs like all Mm -hmm. of his first album songs are fucking Michael Jackson totally so they're all like highlighting him as this like palatable white boy he's gonna do the Michael Jackson music and like we're all gonna get like you know not a wacko jacket we're gonna get cool justin timberlake right <laughs> yeah. the tides have turned we have gotten right. we have gotten to where we should be you know what was also wild watching this whole award show is was looking at everybody and knowing how the next almost 20 years we're gonna play out for every person in this room right right it's like thinking of everybody's whole life story every time it flashed to somebody i do the exact same thing and and honestly him especially i'm like wow he's so beloved in this moment like he truly is just everybody is worshiping him and he's the funniest person in the room and he was mm. just like the prince of mtv yeah um Crazy. Crazy. i know and then but we get um britney spears opening the fucking vmas because she fucking shit she's the queen of the vmas i would yeah. even say more than madonna that's my own opinion don't come for me i agree um, with that we have just recently started talking about madonna together i think we had one like significantly long text exchange about madonna yeah Um, madonna fucking owns this this moment right she really rises as like queen of pop here with her pop princesses i heard i read that it wasn't even supposed to be britney and christina at first it was supposed to be like j-lo oh really i didn't know that yeah like she was really going for j-lo and j-lo didn't do it and she got britney and christina um and then Christina, you know, Brittany rises from the cake and does her little number. And then Christina comes from the back alley, as she does, you know. Right, <laughs> the back alley. <laughs> she comes from the other side of the cake tracks. She comes with the darkest tan you ever seen on a white woman. You know? Yes, She's absolutely. Tan mom, the OG tan mom, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. Yes, and you're right. Madonna is just, like, so fucking powerful in that moment when mm-hmm. she's standing there and her hand is on her hip and she's just, like, like she's no. commanding the room pausing for the applause right like that's what they tell you in theater school or something you know pause yeah. for applause and she does it she rises she waits she lets everybody kind of give her her own moment yeah and it's just fantastic this is so epic it's like it's perfect and it really does highlight the the kind of position we were in pop music at the time with madonna as the queen of pop um 
we have Brittany and we have Christina and like, like these were big powerhouse players at the time. Yeah. Like they really were. Um, and how fitting to find, to like really get a, a Madonna Brittany moment because they were so compared, you know, for so long. And then you yeah. finally get that right. You know, what we're missing is a Brittany Janet moment. I know if this was Janet, but it, you're right. right though. It is cool. It's cool. Like having grown up during that time, you, I definitely remember like the validation of like, oh madonna's like giving britney the okay like yeah. you're the next madonna and that's how everybody took it and it was just so it was just so such a cool moment for all of their careers well maybe not so much christina unfortunately but yeah such a cool moment for britney and madonna and then people literally standing on their feet whenever madonna comes out right yeah but then you see a lot of people also still making fun of madonna and like kind of like rolling mm-hmm. their eyes and you know too cool for the madonna and but the queer eyes boys weren't they were all up on them. i they know ready. <laughs> carson was all of us <laughs> they were good for it and she was like it was such a time capsule moment too because i was realizing who was all together still like madonna and guy Ritchie were still together we still yeah. had ben, ben affleck and, and jennifer lopez were mentioned i think throughout the award show who else we had um uh have it written down so i don't know yeah we had a bunch of couples that were still together and it was wild to me demi and ashton yes like all at this time it's such a good time and i will say i don't know if people remember this or not but madonna kind of threw britney under the bus after the kiss did she i didn't remember yeah and that always made me so upset madonna went on oprah like during the peak of britney having like horrible press post Justin and Madonna went on Oprah and said after Britney had said many times like you know obviously the kiss was the whole thing was Madonna's idea she they were just kind of going along with what Madonna wanted to do and um like Madonna then went on Oprah and tried to make it seem like Britney just like shoved her tongue down her throat and was like so sexually charged and she didn't know what was going to happen and it really fueled the fire and made it seem like Britney was just like this wild renegade whore who had just cheated on her on her boyfriend and that always upset me like I always hated that she like said that yeah because like every it was a dog pile on Britney like uh, I mean this has been said to death but the fucking dog pile on Britney she had the worst press at the top like nothing yeah. she was going to do at this VMAs were going to be highlighted in a, in a positive way um even fucking Madonna kissed Britney turns kisses Christina and it immediately cuts for Justin's reaction. That is, was a little bit funny, though. I did, I did cackle. <laughs> right. Seeing that, like, Christina's whole moment was taken away because they were Justin's reaction. <laughs> and I they know. come back, and it's just breaking up the kiss. But, like, she kissed Christina, too. And I don't know why, but Christina thought she could get away with acting like she didn't do it. And, I like, during Britney, like, I think that was just a stunt at the VMAs. I don't know what all these stunt queens, right? Like, they're all just doing stunts. And then Britney going on, what was it, TR on one? Didn't she kiss her, too? Did she kiss her, too? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, girl, like, you've also just, pu- you've also been pulling out stunts on this show, but they don't land. Oh, yeah. That's the yeah. problem. Fred Durst was also a stunt girl, and it didn't work. Like, mm-hmm. um, and so today I posted Missy and Madonna's uh, Gap commercial on the Dunzo Instagram because oh, yeah. I think people forget that also Madonna and Missy had like a little a little thing too you know like that's why yeah. Missy was there because Madonna requested her to be a part of it you know 
Madonna loves an it girl, it person of the moment. She yes. pull in anybody she can with her claws. Right? Yes. That album right after this, I'm pretty sure she's trying to grab Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah. Minutes to Save the World. Oh, yeah. Um, Madonna does it. That's what Madonna does. But when I do have to say, there is such like an energy and like a, like fireworks when Missy comes comes out, right? Yeah. Like anytime Missy is on stage or anything, anytime we see like a flash of her music video or anything throughout this award show, it's just instant energy. I, I, feel, um, I feel my my shoulders moving a little bit. Like I'm yes. really. Yeah. He deserves. This one really got people like on their on their feet. Like people, I could see that people, and I, I might I might be wrong. Maybe I was too young at the time to remember, but like people respected missy and like you yes. know when she comes out everybody was super fucking pumped and like excited and little maya was going you know i know i know, you know i know i know because <laughs> you're right missy just has this energy about her where it's like she makes people feel comfortable and also really excited to see her and you know that she's yeah. gonna like she's a great performer like she's a consistently great performer so you know what she's gonna do is like gonna be good no matter what you know yeah, absolutely. And this was this was the performance of the night. This one got all the all the, all the headlines and everything. It got yeah. everything. The kiss got everything. So much so, and it annoyed Justin Timberlake so much that he had to go and try to pull his own little stunt at the Super Bowl. This was what it pushed him to do the Super Bowl. Right. right. <laughs> he thought he was going to have his own little moment. Um, <laughs> backfired. Not on him, on Janet, but um, another story for another day. But this was just like how do you even follow it they try for another they like, tried hours, and we're gonna talk but, about it i again yeah. as i said i didn't know literally anything about this award show i was even shocked to see so right after chris rock comes down to do his monologue and he walks down the wedding cake and i was like yeah. oh my god that's fun it even turns around for him i love <laughs> yeah. it. i saw the turning again and i was like this is fantastic get get a couple of uses out of this right yeah it sounds like remember, that's so cool um, it reminded me of I, I love a stunt i love when a host does a stunt too like remember when chelsea handler came down and like i don't know she's trying to do a lady guy and she had like a house on her head or something like that i, I remember know. that okay. but i love yeah, chelsea she, handler. Like a she like pushed the button and the garage door opened and her face was there and she started <laughs> the vmas i loved it i love when when people do a stunt like this um and they, you know, when Chris Rock comes out, they do the list of like everybody who's going to be there that night. Did you like sit through that? And they, oh, I kept yes. thinking it was going to be over and they just kept oh. going, you know, this was the twins. we're going to have the, the Hillary Duff. We're going to have, you know, all of these people. Like the people who were the most famous people in the world in 2003, it's good. Mm -hmm. It's giving yeah. like it's exact. 2003 is probably one of my favorite years of the early 2000s i just love this yeah. time period and like what the news was like and stuff and i don't know um it was really good and it was like for me it was like so magical because i wasn't caught up in you know i think i was too young to be really caught up in like what press was saying about everybody and i just like enjoyed right. things you know i was at that age yeah. where i could just enjoy things and this was like a really magical vmas for me and i remember watching it um, with all of my friends and all the parents in like the back of the room and this is why I thought like the, the Britney moment was like later on in the award show because they like closed our eyes and like told us to turn it off and stuff and right, like, right after that performance we turned it right back on and it was like <laughs> it was fun um, and then Chris Rock's like opening one of his opening jokes was the one about Justin being black 
right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, secondhand embarrassment. You want to talk about secondhand embarrassment? For ah! He makes this joke. You know, all of these people who, you know, when they get a joke made about them, they try too hard to act like it doesn't bother them. And they're like, right. great joke, man. That's fantastic. Yeah. Loved it. Justin Timberlake does this. He gets the joke made about him and like stands up and tries to clap. And it's like, ah, fucking hilarious. Nobody stands up with him. Nobody claps along with him. And it's just cringy. I actually wrote down, I didn't, he was like, Chris was firing off jokes a mm-hmm. mile a minute. So I didn't get all of them, but I did write down some of them. The Justin one, he said, um, he made fun of Justin for being on punk. Um, he said, yeah. you know, like they convinced Justin on punk that he was broke. And he's like, all of a sudden Justin was white again. <laughs> and he was like, no man, this freaking sucks, dude. Come on, man. You're going to take my money. And he's like, uh-huh. and then he, it was at the point that he like got he first of all he said it was at the point that Justin Timberlake was willing to get on his knees and pleasure a man for eight dollars that's how upset he was and then when he found out that he wasn't broke he got up and was like black again he's black Justin and Justin literally yeah he got got up and clapped like shut up it was awful it was horrible but like you're right he was like the golden boy so they kept going for him mm-hmm. kept telling jokes about him they kept flashing to him everything yeah chris said that his favorite um current mtv shows were making the band and punked which i loved mm-hmm. and he of course made the joke that every host makes that mtv is no longer playing music videos which is fucking hysterical because this was 2003 so it's like if you only knew what mtv is gonna turn into <laughs> A I lot know, less right? music videos, like all the ridiculousness you could ever not want in your life. <laughs> right, totally. Uh, oh, he also made a really funny joke about, um, he said, he's like, you know, Ashton Kutcher is in a relationship with Demi Moore. Um, he's just broken up with Brittany Murphy. And he yeah. said, you have to watch out for Ashton because not only will he <laughs> steal your girlfriend, but he'll steal your mother. So stupid. <laughs> It was good joke though, man. Good yeah. joke. He even talked about Janet and Jermaine. Yeah, I forgot all about amazing. that. I was like, "What? I can you?" And I had to go and do like a whole like search on that right after that because I was like completely forgot about this. I didn't even know this was at this time. The Jermaine and Janet jokes were really funny. He was like, "Yeah, that's like finding out that like what did he see? Like they were giving away houses that they before for eight dollars, <laughs> and you could have gotten one." He's like, "Jermaine's like four feet tall." Um, he also said, this is so 2003, he made a joke that, um, nobody in the room can be seated next to each other. So 50 Cent is far away from, uh, Ja Rule and Jay-Z is far away from Nas. And he goes, and R. Kelly is up in the rafters and the Olsen twins are down here. And how crazy, right? Because like that the public had this consciousness of R. Kelly as a predator way back when, and he right. still was able to go to award shows and do all of these things and be this superstar for so much longer, you know, like right. crazy. And also the, so there wasn't a whole lot about the Olsen twins. Like they, they were definitely highlighted, but there wasn't a whole lot of like predatory jokes about them. There was only that one. And then there was almost one with David Spade. Right. Um, right. But you could definitely feel that in the air is like the Olsen twins being treated as these like barely legal twins. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, fetishized as that in that way. And it's like, no wonder they fucking, I'm glad they left the fucking pop stratosphere, you know? You no, know, it was so weird. Like I just had forgotten about like that energy of like all yeah. oh, the Olsen twins are here so obviously you know there's gonna be a million jokes about them like 
I just was like, what? Why? And then I was like, oh yeah, because they're barely legal yeah. or whatever. And how much of stuff like that got away back then, and like people like openly mocked and made jokes about. But it was accepted, and like everybody right. just accepted it anyway. You could tell a joke about it, but it's still gonna happen, right? Like all of these sorts of things. Um, also, American Idol jokes reigned supreme at this time. Completely <laughs> forgot about that. It was there was always an American Idol joke everywhere, you know. Like American Idol is the biggest, hottest thing in the whole country <laughs> right now. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> what is going what on? What season of that American Idol would have been? Do you know what what year American Idol started? I do not. I don't. I'm actually. Let me look it up real quick. Because it was Kelly 2003. Clarkson was still doing Miss Independent. Like her videos for Miss Independent was was being nominated for this. So it must have not. And she was the first winner, right? So he was the first winner. Yeah, American so it wasn't Idol, too far after that. Okay, so that would have been. That's Ruben. Hmm. Okay. That's Ruben and Clay. Oh yeah, because yeah, he made a, a Ruben joke about him being fat. Did they? Because I, I yeah, because um, um, Barry White died this year, hmm. and um, Chris Rock said he was like, "I'm looking at Ruben, like I'm nervous. It's a really bad time for like." overweight black male singers Ruben and he's like your name is literally he's like you're named after a sandwich I'm worried about oh you it's like oh my awful. god awful. like oh, what we, we get into those types of jokes too like they they they're they're not exempt from this award show I'm surprised no. there weren't any Clay Aiken jokes either I know uh and our, we get our first award and mm-hmm. it was LeBron and Ashanti they come yeah. out to um introduce whatever and i was very triggered by this because this was like right when lebron was like no so i grew up like where i grew up in the same high school district as lebron Mm -hmm. and he was really famous in our town before he was like famous famous yeah and this exact moment was when he became like famous famous so this was like a big deal i remember watching this as a teenager and being like holy shit LeBron's on the screen holy fuck LeBron's on TV like we were all freaking out because LeBron was like on MTV and you could tell that he just has no idea how to be he's so nervous or anything he's just happy to be there he's next to fucking Ashanti right like it's it's so silly it's so cute do you remember when when you when you watched this where you were like when when you watched this one um, yeah, I remember being at home and watching it with my mom. And, you know, my mom was always like really cool about like, you know, just whatever, like pop culture kind yeah. of stuff. Like I could like kind of watch whatever. So we thought the kiss was cool. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that people were mad about it until the next day. And I heard people at school being like, like nobody expected that from Britney. You know, Madonna's disgusting, but like we didn't know that Britney was like <laughs> so gross. Um but yeah, and of course, my mom was like going fucking nuts for LeBron. And yeah. LeBron and Ashanti do this weird bit where they're like, they're like flirting. And LeBron's like, I'll give you the envelope if you kiss me. <laughs> and it is weird. Like some of the bit, I, I do, I do really like presenter bits. I like to see how they either yeah. land or they fail. Even when they fail, it's so awkward that it could be kind of good. It's uh, fun. And this is one of those where they were just like, not, they weren't in sync on it. You know, no. it wasn't working out for them. Uh, <laughs> no, they, it was like last minute. You could tell Ashanti wasn't really getting like his jokes. 
And she yeah. was like, give me that damn envelope. And he was like, you can't reach it. And it was just so and they, weird. And they kept coming back to it. They would go into, they would go tell them, yeah. they would do the bid. And then they would go into like presenting and like come back as like, uh, it, yeah. it, 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 they kept coming and it just didn't work. It, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's cringy. It's really cringy. So they introduced Best Hip Hop Video. The nominees are Snoop Dogg and Pharrell for Beautiful, Missy Elliott for Work It, Nelly for Hot in Here, Jay-Z and Beyonce for O3, Bonnie and Clyde, and Mariah and Buster Rhymes for I Know You Want It, and Missy very, uh, I mean, like, deserved, deservingly wins. Yeah. Um, I don't and know it was... I do like uh, an O3, Bonnie and Clyde. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a big fan of that one. Listen, I like a Busta and Mariah moment. I'm just, <laughs> baby, it you give it to me? Um, oh my gosh did you find yourself like because i did not remember i i i didn't keep track of who won what i you know just didn't do that and while me or my husband were watching this um we were like guessing each each award category and like who was gonna win and we was right. you know we had a tally going on which ones we were right and which ones were wrong did you um did you remember who won for some I, of these i didn't remember who won but i know just from watching them now to like suspend my reality because it's like you know i expect like beyonce will win everything but then you have yeah. to remind yourself that beyonce is like a new solo artist and like she hasn't even at this point really earned the respect of the industry like yeah she's just like another pop girl um it's it's it's, it's hard taking off your 2021 like glasses right you know mm -hmm. and and because I, I hear these songs and I I know now which ones have like really stood the test of time and which ones are right. still played and remixed and like just played to death still. Um, yeah. Those don't win. Those don't always win, you know? They don't. And this is, mm. case in point, this is Missy's first Moon Man. Is it? Yeah. And mm. I think that that's appalling. Missy Elliott, the queen of fucking music videos. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? This is a good video. This is a good video. Good video to win on, though. Yeah, totally. Then Tony Hawk and Bam Margera skateboard out for literally less than one second, like, just to say that they did, uh, yeah. to introduce, of course, Good Charlotte. Um, and Good what did Charlotte. you think? I, was, I, wanted, I had a question on this. I said, like, what did Troy think of the Good Charlotte performance? <laughs> <laughs> I said that it looked like a hot topic ejaculated on stage. <laughs> aren't they weren't they like pretty straight laced too so like they're being yeah. all like punky and you <laughs> yeah. know wrecking this all the instruments and throwing them around and like i'm like you're about to date hillary duff calm down I know. Calm. <sighs> she goes brunette for them though she <laughs> she does she goes punk and it's so funny too like when you watch enough of these you realize that every artist is looking for some some sort of way to do something that gets a headline like mm -hmm. every artist that performs or even just goes up on stage like they're doing everything they can to like make the award show the, about them the next day and you could see good charlotte there's this moment where they're kind of trying to figure out like what can we do that's like punk so benji goes over and starts performing on like the podium where you accept awards i guess he thought yeah. that would be like badass or something and it was like not and then at the end they were like they contemplated destroying their their instruments and then they decided to do it you could see them like there was a hesitation wasn't yeah there? i saw yes. it i'm like oh don't do it. Just go i know it. i was like this is so embarrassing 
Stop. It reminded me of Lady Gaga dressed as like her her male alter ego on the stage, you know, jumping around the piano and shit. <laughs> Don't count the wrong. Don't count around. That was really good though. We'll have to do that one day. Um, but yeah. good Charlotte. Oh, good Charlotte. Oh, so silly. One of them like broke. Um, he like ripped the the like speaker part out of the the boom speaker that was him like destroying <laughs> the stage or whatever. Uh, not a guitar smash, just a cymbal <laughs> knocked over, you know, and then Chris Rock comes <laughs> right. out and he's like, the mediocre Green Day. <laughs> yeah, I was like, holy shit, and they were barely done performing, they could still hear their guitars going, and they he called them the mediocre Green Day. Because, you know, they're good boys, and they went and picked up all those instruments themselves. They're like, Absolutely. Like, clean up, my mama said clean up real quick. <laughs> they said, sorry, Mr. MTV. Uh <laughs> <laughs> And then we get uh, Kelly Clarkson and Ludacris come out on stage to announce an award. And um, <laughs> Kelly I love is Kelly so Clarkson, cute. And I love her for this. I love her for that. But she tries to do it, but she's like, I'm just so white. I can't, I can't. <laughs> Kelly's so cute. Oh, what was the bit that she tried to do? What were they saying? Uh, I don't remember. He came out and said, like, yo. And she's like, yo. And she's like, I'm so white. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> really good. And like, I didn't, so there's a lot of like, kind of Kelly Clarkson bashing in this one. Yes. Um, I didn't know that that's how they saw her. I guess I never really looked at how Kelly Clarkson's public perception was. Um, yeah. I didn't know people didn't like her. You know, I didn't really know that either. And then I was thinking about it the whole time. And I was like, wow, I guess like, of course people didn't think she was like a real artist at first because reality tv was like completely brand new and it was almost like she had won this like gimmick show you know like and she didn't have like since you've been gone wasn't even like a thing yet you know she's yeah she's so early into she's still performing american idol music yeah and, and and they kept playing Miss They played Miss Independent a couple different times in reference to Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even feel like a Kelly Clarkson, like, like because it's such, she's got so many just big songs right. under her belt now that in Miss Independent, I almost forget about every time, you know? I know. Um, but this was Miss Independent, Kelly, you know? She comes out and she's like, happy yes. to be there, you know? It's like now CD Kelly, you know? Mm. It is a now CD Kelly, yeah, absolutely. And she's also, by the way, wearing this, like, she's, like, wearing this business casual, like, she's got a really skin-tight blazer on with, like, a knee-length skin-tight skirt she's, and, like, She's not competing pumps. with anybody. Any of the pop girls, she's not competing with them. No. She didn't get the memo that she needs to, like, pop a titty out, you know? Right. <laughs> I'm like, Kelly, where's your, like, chains? Oh, Kelly, where's your assless chaps? <laughs> compete with Christina like that. <laughs> they introduced best R&B video. And the, mm. uh, the, so it's R. Kelly, Ignition, Ashanti, Rock With You, my personal favorite, um, Aaliyah, I Miss You, Nelly and Kelly Rowland, Dilemma, and Beyonce, Crazy in Love. Like, it's crazy to even think that, that, to think that that was a, a thing. You know what I mean? Like, like all of those iconic songs. What a, and like that's how every category was. They were such yeah. powerhouse categories. Like everybody in these categories nominated at around this time, not even just this year, like for a couple of years to come too. Right. It's just like iconic song after iconic song. And now I maybe just because I'm getting older and I watch these award shows and I'm like, 
Um, I recognize the Lady Gaga and yeah. and that one I've heard somewhere on TikTok probably. Right. Um, and like that's it, you know, it's not like iconic song after iconic song, you know. It's like yeah. driver's license mixed with four trap songs, you know, yeah, with little like whatever remix. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I don't think it's honestly I used to think it was because we were old and now I don't because I feel like the general consensus is that nobody knows who anybody is at the VMAs yeah. anymore like I feel like nobody like even when you look on Twitter it's just people being like who the fuck are these people like even yeah. if it was because like I look back and I remember watching this with my mom my mom knew who all these people were like the older people in my life knew who Beyonce was. They knew who yeah. Aaliyah was. Like you can be a young artist and still have presence. And, you know, old people knew who Britney Spears was in, in 2003. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just feel because like it's they really. Were in, they were in our homes, right? Like we had their CDs and we had their, like their presence was there. And, you know, a great thing about, great, great, great thing about the internet is that you know, there's so many different ways for you to be creative and put that out there and share that with people. But at the same time, it's kind of because that's how a lot of these artists are coming up nowadays, right? Is right. Through the internet. But it's also in a way stripping everybody's sort of personal identity. Like there's yeah. a lot of, a lot of these girls look the same. A lot of these guys look exactly the same. I don't really know who did what song and like, you know, there's, Not like, at all. there's, there's a, there's a bop in my head, but like, I have no idea who the fuck made that, you know? No. And you're not ever going to, like, care enough. Like, they don't make you care enough to even find out. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But, like, you know, these are, these. I don't know, they're just memorable, all of these. And Beyonce wins. Yes, Beyonce wins, which is really cool. Yeah. I, I feel like that must have, that had to have been her first solo VMA. You think? Um, as, like, a solo artist. I think so. If, like, Dangerously Probably. in Love was the, the nom. Yeah, probably. And you think how young she was too, but like how long she'd been in the industry. Right. That's what's so weird. Another wild one. You know, these girls were put at, they were trained to be these pop stars from such an, uh, in, you know, R&B star. And like Beyonce is one of those that's so cross genre. She crosses all these genres and like yeah. she'd been trained since such a young age to do this, that this was like where else was she gonna end up except for the bma stage right like this was yeah. her path and it feels watching back and looking at that is like well of course of course but like then at the time like you said she wasn't beyonce you right. know like she maybe got a couple of like moments where the camera would like pan over to her and show her but like she wasn't the star of the room where now if she went she may or may not do the red carpet she will know what award she's going to win she'll show mm -hmm. up with a gold-plated like acceptance speech you know yeah, right like yes the and feeling it'll is just be, so different it would be an honor too to have her perform like the last time beyonce yeah. performed at the vmas when she was pregnant it was like they gave her like 20 minutes yeah. her performance was yeah. like half the show and it was like an honor like a privilege to be able to see it it's just so crazy like even seeing her and her not knowing what the trajectory of her career is going to look like. And it's like, girl, like you yeah. are literally going to become the most powerful person in this whole room. Yeah. And you're not Behav, are you? You're not like Beyonce Stan, are you? I'm not a Stan. I'm a fan, but I'm not, I'm not going to key anybody's car. You know what I mean? Okay. I'll key somebody's car. For that. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> I'll do it. I love her. And I love the, 
sea biscuit joke that Chris Rock makes about her hair because now I can see it. I see oh, it. Yeah. She so got some sea biscuit hair. I forgot. <laughs> he did call her sea biscuit. Sea uh, biscuit. Was that was like a great, reference. Man, his reference was, I don't know, but like I, she fucking looks amazing and she is just, she's got this star power. You know, it's also a little weird about her is that not to get too off track, but like she was so young and she was with Jay Z, super young too. Like they got together like super quick and mm-hmm. she's been like tethered to Jay Z ever since, you know? I know. And so when I did my Beyonce and Jay Z episodes, like the craziest discovery for me was that when they started off, like she was lucky to have him and yeah. she was the one that was sort of like tethered to his career. It was O3 Bonnie and Clyde featuring Beyonce. And yeah. then as their stars crossed, like now it's like the complete opposite. And Jay-Z's lucky to have her. Obviously, she's like the star power of their relationship. And, you know, Jay-Z is like not really that big of a deal. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's uh, I don't know, but you never known it back then, right? Never right. Never known it. I also think it's extremely important to point out that Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson are standing outside this award show. They put their asses outside. They are outside <laughs> doing a Motorola giveaway. Um, also, by the way, MTV built, I don't know if you saw what they were standing in front of, like this, it was like this carousel. And MTV Is that what it was. Yeah. And there were all of the, where I guess they would normally be horses. It was celebrities. It was bobblehead custom built celebrities as the things you ride on this carousel. I saw Gwen Stefani and I, I, I wanted, I don't remember what the other one was, but it was really cool. Britney was there. There was a Britney with, from Slave for You. Was that Britney? That must have, so that should have, that's probably the same thing then, right? Yeah, they were really cool. Uh, but yeah, so Nick and Jessica are outside standing in front of the carousel and they're, they're like doing giveaways with the fans outside. Like they're literally doing trivia during the commercial break and Uh, giving away $25,000 to people who answer questions about the VMAs. Wasn't the first one was like some girl, uh, should get like guest Eminem or something like that, and they were like close, but it was like somebody completely like oh, right, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, making like, her feel better. <laughs> it's like Elvis was the answer, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. It was good. What year was Newlyweds? Newlyweds for from two thousand. So Newlyweds was very new here. Okay, so mm-hmm. this was um, two thousand three. Newlyweds started August nineteenth, two thousand three. So like next season. Nick oh my god they'd have given them seats you know if this was 2004 <laughs> they would have been in the front row the camera would have been yeah. on them the whole time and maybe it was um and our next presenters are you know mtv loves to pair wacky people together oh, so yeah. they yeah. pair sean paul with evanescence to come out and present um the award for best song from a film yeah and the nominees are Eminem for Lose Yourself, Madonna for Die Another Day for James Bond, J.C. Chazé for She's Blowing Me Up from Drumline, and Britney featuring Pharrell for Boys from Austin Powers. And obviously Eminem wins. Yeah. 
I, I thought he was going to sweep awards a lot more than he did, though. I thought he was going to get, like, all of them because this was such a monumental song. And I didn't mm-hmm. realize how big that song was until recently. I didn't know it, like, won an Oscar and all that. Like, it was a big yeah. fucking song. Um, but also, you know, that Madonna Die Another Day video. Iconic. Iconic. Yeah. Can we? Let's do that for a second. <laughs> like, people like to hate on that as a, as a Bond song. Mm-hmm. people love to hate on die another day i think it's so fun that video yeah. is so cool oh my and god like putting in effort to get yeah. to give us something catch i and i loved adele's like you know skyfall song and all of that i don't remember any of the words unless he started oh. playing it but i can start singing that die another day right Absolutely. now i can start acting out the fucking video and her like <laughs> Fighting herself and getting the blood on her and going, you know, like. <laughs> yes, so good, man. Like Madonna, a performer. Like, uh. Yeah, I would have loved to. And, you know, and it's also like really painful like not being able to root for Britney ever because I know that she doesn't win a VMA until like 2008. Mm. It's like, yes, what the notes. fuck? My notes do not start on the Britney vma snubs until justin wins his first award of the night okay oh i'm happy to wait i'm happy we'll to wait there. for that um, um so of course eminem yeah. fucking wins and you know he deserves it like you said that was a big a huge song um he brings 50 cent on stage and the one thing i've learned about eminem from watching these award shows is that he loves a sort of half-assed like let's figure it out while we're sitting in the audience kind of like stunt he also is always trying to grab a headline and then he'll yeah. make fun of people for doing the same thing. But he goes up with 50 on stage and he's like, I told 50 to come up because, um, and by the way, 50's like holding the moon man and looking at it. Like he, like he's a fucking scientist from a Marvel, like a Marvel movie. Oh, I love it. I love it. Playing with the flag and like, yeah. I would be too though. I would be too. I would be holding it and pulling everything apart. And- <laughs> he's like looking underneath <laughs> and like rubbing the bottom <laughs> um and he's like i told 50 to come up and 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 see how heavy these are because he's gonna win a lot of them um and yeah they have like a little moment and uh yeah and the the previous one that i watched was when he came up and filled his pockets with pills and then he purposely took out his like award speech and pills went over all over the place and everybody just sat in silence because nobody understood and nobody could see them from the audience. They were like, what is that? Uh, that's awkward. But nobody even wants to say anything about him because it's, it's it, there's even a joke made about that. And this is like, you don't want to say anything about him because he's a little asshole kid, you know? I know. He's a little, <laughs> little asshole. Um, Nelly and Murphy Lee come out. <laughs> Murphy Lee, famously of Nellyville. Uh, uh, Murphy uh, Lee uh. announces his album 80 times. And he goes, he goes, Nelly. On our song, Shake Your Tail Feather, which, by the way, is going to be on my debut album out August 4th. <laughs> Shake Your Tail Feather. Shake um, Your Tail Feather, man. Chicken little movie. Uh, <laughs> right? Like, what? I don't fucking know. Um, but, like, Nelly makes the apple bottom jeans, like, joke, yeah. right? To yes. introduce Christina Aguilera. It's so what weird. the fuck, man? It was, I <laughs> thought it was going to be somebody worth the apple bottom jeans, right? Right. I was like, what? He's like, when I look for a female, he, he goes, Nelly, what kind of, what do you look for in female pop stars? And he was like, man, they got to have apple bottom jeans. <laughs> I was like, okay. 
And he's like, um, he goes, and they gotta be afraid to not get a little dirty. And I was like, oh, okay. All How right. dirty? Yeah. <laughs> dirty. Dirty. D-U-R-R-R-R-T-Y. Really emphasizing that the song is spelled dirty. Right. And then she comes out because we've got Justin and Christina throughout this award show. They're black now, right? They're black this year. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Christina, black, Christina black is Christina a is, black um, woman. Black Tina. Yeah, so she comes out and performs. Yeah. Uh, I do really enjoy a stripped Christina, though. I won't even lie. I like oh, really enjoy a stripped Christina. Yeah. Um, but you she better say that. What? Dirty and Fighter. I didn't know she performed Fighter, and I was like, oh, yeah, man. Mm. Enjoying this. It was a very nice performance. Yeah, it was, it was really good. She did a really good job. Red yeah. Man was making me <laughs> belly laugh the whole time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he was like, at the very beginning, he's standing on, the, on these, like, I don't even know what you would call it. He's like standing on the stage doing a fucking mic check. He's like, uh, check, 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 check. Uh, one, two, one, two. And his mic's cutting out. <laughs> and then Christina comes out from underneath the stage. And this is really peak X-Tina too. Like, yeah. you know, Dirty was like just a single. And that um, was a set piece from her tour too, right? Like, I think. She- yeah, it did definitely look like it was from the, the strip tour for sure. And yeah, I enjoyed she- it. I yeah, she sounded incredible. Her runs were really good throughout it too. When she did the run during Fighter, all about it. Um, mm. the, the run during Dirty. Oh, <laughs> now she does it, and she only did like a little bit extra. Now she does it. It's just like, oh, you know, keep it going, keep it going. <laughs> yeah, and she this really funny thing happened where. So like her and Redman were about to walk the the runway of the stage together, um, because it was like time for his part. And Christina mm-hmm. randomly dropped to the ground and started twerking with, with her. By the way, with her vagina fully like thrusting at the people, sta- like in like standing like by the stage, <laughs> full vagina out. And Redman goes in his microphone. He goes, uh, "I'm not doing that." And he just turns around and walks away. <laughs> It cannot be any worse than her trying to fucking cartwheel on stage, though. Like, she did this as an A-plus performance for that. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was so good. Yeah, she did it. And Dave Navarro came out and was playing guitar. Yeah, and I love when... I might have been looking too far into it, but there was a moment where it looked like she was giving the guitar head in place of, like, his penis. Yeah. So I quite enjoy a moment like that i love when a guitarist uses a guitarist as his dick and yes whoever's singing because gaga does this all the time and i live for it love yes it. absolutely love it that's such a great thing to bring up because it's such like a it's a thing we all know happens but nobody ever talks about it yeah absolutely. <laughs> the guitar in place of a dick um <laughs> <laughs> and then after her performance chris rock very famously says that was great. You'll be hearing those songs at strip clubs for years to come. And that was a big headline. I remember reading that a lot when I did my Christina episodes. Like everybody wrote about him saying that. And really? Yeah. Well, what was the reason, really? What do you think? Um, well, a lot of people brought it up as like a, you know, at the time it was like a dig and, and people saying, like, you know, these are like stripper songs. And because mm. dirty, like that album wasn't really well received when it came out. It took years for people yeah. to really even give it the time of day. Um, it didn't even go number one, did it? It was number two. Yeah, it went number two. Dirty was not technically a successful single, which is crazy. 
of course, yeah. beautiful was like massive. And then years later, when people were doing like think pieces about that album and how, you know, it's a feminine, a feminist anthem and how it predicted like feminist pop, um, people still wrote about Chris Rock's headline and how crazy it yeah. is that he said that to her. Um, you know, Christina's Christina's music was always very forward thinking is one thing I'll, I'll give her. It was always very forward thinking up to a point, And then she started like kind of trying to keep up with trends right and that's when a lot of artists kind of fall into that but for a while especially like with stripped it was this like album a little bit of ahead of its time um i won't say as far ahead of its time as bionic was like maybe a couple (laughs) years right like we christina christina trying to do her own thing was it worked that's where christina kind of excels we should or we should subscribe we should react to some christina (laughs) That's a day, man. That's a day. You know, if you guys don't know, yeah. Zach and I, I don't know how you could possibly not know at this point, but Zach and I are doing um reactions. Uh we have a reaction uh what would you call it? Not channel video series. Yeah, we're doing a video, video series, series where we react yeah. to mostly Britney, but other things too. Whatever strikes our fancy, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'd be down for some Christina. Totally. Um, then this is another great moment. So Chris Rock announces Outkast and Iggy Pop by saying, like, one of them grew up watching Soul Train. The other one is constantly looking for a new vein. Yeah. Uh, uh-oh. Cringe. Eek. So then Iggy yeah. Pop comes out, lives up to the fucking joke because he's high off his fucking ass. He's like... Like talking all over everybody. And, yeah. I, he's, he, I, I see it. <laughs> it was really bad. He was like like Cheshire cat smiling from ear to ear when they walked out at like nothing and like looking around and yeah but he was happy to fucking be there man he was <laughs> and um and they were introducing an mtv2 award so i this was another question i had for you so as in <laughs> your rewatches okay are the categories like standard and consistent from year to year or are they just whatever they think of that year they're made up okay. like there's the i mean of course there's like the ones there's like best pop video and all that stuff like yeah yeah but they are made up like there are always really weird and they also do this weird thing like like this where they will use an award to promote something that they're doing Mm. i mean if you're an artist who receives an mtv2 award what do you 10 years later what are you doing with that uh what displaying is it troy come on <laughs> that's in my fucking living room i would display the shit out of that it's the only award they're gonna get <laughs> i know but what do you tell people they're like oh what'd you win for and they're like um mtv2 <laughs> you remember <laughs> the little dog and it said two on it right <laughs> we were the darlings of mtv2 exactly. uh, Who won? um i do love i have to say one of the one of the contestants love the roots mm. Oh, the roots fan. yeah i like the roots yeah so the i like a lot actually queens of the stone age no one yeah. knows af i like queens of the stone age afi girls not gray interpol pda the roots featuring cody chestnut the seed 2.0 and then common featuring mary j blige for come close and afi one yeah Mary J. Blige also fucking hot. We'll get to her performance, but like she's fucking hot, smoking. I know at this style, like great. Um, yeah, and then Chris Rock says they're barely legal, and he is a, he has a subscription to Barely Legal. Give it up for the Olsen twins and David Spade. And there you go. <laughs> right, 
All the barely legal twins fetishization. Oh my! The Olsen twins. God. No wonder they fucking again. No wonder they fucking left Hollywood. There's a there's a recent paparazzi video of, of Elizabeth Olsen and somebody's like paparazzi was asking her like, "You're so nice. Why aren't your sisters this nice?" And they're like, Cause, "She's like, because you've been bothering them for their whole lives." Yeah. <laughs> like they're terrified of the world now. Yeah. Exactly. Mary Kate goes, David, and she goes, "How about right now?" Instead of you like making a million jokes about us, we just give you like two minutes to say whatever you want about the barely legal Olsen twins. And then he goes to open his mouth and she's like, um, never mind. I love it, dude. Though. They're <laughs> like their faces just they they sparked an excitement in me when I saw them. You know, I was like, oh, yes. Mary Kate and Ashley. I love yes. it. Love totally. it. Did you um did you ever try to do their little like their little thing. I remember watching something about the Olsen twins on E, and they're like, to pucker their lips, they say poo. They say and prune. They, prune. That's what I sorry. No, I oh, I, I hate poo. that I knew I've it. I've been saying poo my whole life then. <laughs> I hate that I immediately knew it. <laughs> but I fucking do it all the time. I know. I know. And I think about it when I look at pictures of them when they're doing their little pouty thing. I'm like, they're it. both saying prune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like I feel embarrassed now that I've been saying poo this all time. Wait, what did you think it was? Poo. <laughs> and now oh all your god. listeners are gonna be laughing at me. Oh right? my god. You not to embarrass me. That's staying in for sure. Um okay, whatever. So um wait, what else? What uh, where, where what uh, what category are they doing? They're doing a uh, oh this is this is it. <laughs> okay, so I just want to say really quickly that there's a moment yeah. where MTV plays Let's Get It Started by the Black Eyed Peas, and I forgot that the original is Let's Get Our Word. <gasps> yes! I we, I was oh. listening to it, and I turned to Alistair, and I was like, are they saying, and he's like, yeah, and we both were like kind of quiet for a minute. I That was <laughs> never in my memory, never. I did never knew that at all it's like wait are they yeah. over and over and over saying the r word on night live television like what i was like is this a youtube dub is this like <laughs> what what is happening here? Wow. um but yeah so they introduced this the best pop video the yeah. oh my god this is fucking nuts this lineup christina aguilera for dirty avril lavigne for skater boy no doubt for underneath it all easily my favorite no doubt song mm-hmm. justin timberlake cry me a river and kelly clarkson miss independent unfortunately cry me a river wins and i'm gonna let you go on a on your tangent uh, here well first off do you, do you like cry me a river do you like it as a song yeah i have to admit i'm like, yeah it's a good song i i'm i'm a fan of justin's music you know yeah me too I do like i do like his music um but I am a Bernie Stan, so you know, yeah. hate on it if I need to. Um, Justin Timberlake wins fucking awards like he's the fucking golden boy, like this this golden boy of the VMAs and pop music and whatever. Um, right. Britney Spears does not get her first VMA until Piece of Me, and no. I feel like that was her big Golden Girl comeback. That that's why she got that award right like right. well deserved but that should have been her like 15th fucking vma at that point right i mean if you think about the caliber of videos that she was putting out and not even just how good they were but what they meant for mtv like britney yeah. Spears was helping mtv define their network 
with her music videos. What did Justin do for MTV? Did he bring a lot of he did he I mean did he bring a lot of traffic to MTV or was this just them prematurely giving him the accolades thinking he was going to be this and he did you know he did get mega famous but like Britney Spears up to that point already had monument after monument after monument of pop like gold Right. had never been awarded for that from the fucking VMAs. They put her in the opening act knowing she's going to draw in a crowd. Right. And no awards. And how do you make the person who you guys deem is like, you have said that she is the queen of TRL. She Like your, yeah. your music channel television show. She's the person who is like, she's the main girl on this show music videos a music video television show and you've never once awarded her for a music video and this is 2003 so that means that up to this point like she's had so many videos name it name it and it's got an iconic video attached to it like you want to you want to tell me you want to tell me that i'm gonna go way back baby one more time oops i did it again didn't get fucking videos awards for for those fucking videos i know we're talked about and replayed and replayed and replayed and replayed so much and like justin timberlake makes a video about britney spears and gets a fucking award make it make sense troy make it make sense (laughs) i wish i could honestly i wish i could and i also honestly i think about the fact that like you know all of her counterparts had been winning had won vms Like everybody that she was constantly compared to was winning them and not her. I just, it just really blows me away. And it's honestly, this is no shade to piece of me. Great song, great video. But like, if you're going to compare piece of me to toxic. Yeah. What the fuck? What? Yeah. Yeah. What? She didn't even win for toxic. And like the piece of me video was a barely their effort Britney Spears yeah. like she's showing up and she's probably hopped up on Red Bull and ready to get out of there because she's got a date appointment at the CVS right after that right exactly like totally. toxic she puts effort into toxic she jeweled up her fucking body for toxic not a nothing not a awards you know no, nothing from the VMA so and like the VMAs as much as they've used to Britney Spears have they, they just disrespect after disrespect after disrespect. I will never forgive them. And I think this is when I kind of stopped watching them all that much is her Vanguard Award. Um, and like the little 30 second like preteens, you know, dancing on stage oh my and then her going God. up to introduce fucking Beyonce. Right? Like what? MTV has been just historically really disrespectful to her. Un- so unnecessarily it's like they've been so weirdly obsessed with her and they've yeah. they've been such a big reason for her success but at the same time like they never were willing to like reward her or like give her the accolades that she deserved even outside of the vmas like yeah it's just the only time that they ever really did was on trl which is just so odd. Like, it's just really weird. I don't get it. It is weird. And every, you know, every, even to this day, every top 10 iconic moments of the VMAs list has at least two or three Britneys on it, you know? Yeah. So let that speak for itself. I guess awards don't mean shit. They don't. Um, so, and Justin Timberlake, enjoy your award, man. I, I'm really happy for you. I'm really happy for you, man. <laughs> yeah. <Good job>. yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> and um and then diddy comes out to pay his condolences to barry white and yeah. jim master jay because they had both died that year um and he introduces run dmc and i thought it was really cool like mtv gave everybody who was standing in like the pit they gave them all adidas superstars like for run dmc and then uh i was also thinking wow this is like three years before did you ever watch Run's House? <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh. You've <laughs> <laughs> forgotten all about that. Yes, of course. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Like he he doesn't even know that he's gonna be like, you know, wow. a, an MTV star in a couple of years. Was that an MTV show or an e-show? I don't even remember. It was MTV. Okay. Oh yeah. my goodness, man. I know. I know. Um, so they introduced best rap video. And it's Ludacris featuring Mystical for Move, Eminem, Lose Yourself, Tupac featuring Nas for Doug's Mansion, 50 Cent for In the Club, and Nas for What I Want to Be. Um, 50 Cent wins, and Eminem does more of his comedy hour. He goes uh, up on stage, and they bumble and pretend to trade moon, moon Men and look at each other's and they do this like long ass bit that nobody it's just it's crickets yeah it's like they're like what you guys don't know is you don't get to keep these um they take them it's like why, why are you telling us this word yeah get the fucking stage play the music guys cue, right cue music we'll music them up it is also like i get that he brought 50 you know up to the up to the stage right. for his thing but like it was weird and awkward that eminem walked up there with him right <laughs> I weird i thought he was letting him out of the row and then he just kept following him down the aisle <laughs> yeah he had more of his netflix special to do uh, there you go man um another really great awkward moment we get a hillary duff jason biggs and lil john presentation <laughs> and Hillary does, I sent it to you, Hillary does uh, this really just peak Hillary Duff monologue where she's like, well, I'm so overwhelmed by everybody that's in the audience tonight. Madonna, J-Lo, I'm so overwhelmed. Huh? And she's like giggling and being Lizzie McGuire. And uh, Lil John literally like knocks her out of the way. He like stands in front of her and <laughs> You know, he never he never watched the fucking Lizzie McGuire. He don't know fly. He didn't give a fuck that Hillary was talking. <laughs> he was like, everybody in the audience, yeah, because it's like peak Lil John. So Hillary's like waiting for him to get done and like leaning so he can do yeah into the microphone. It was so good. And she's um, doing her little like I wish you guys could see me right now too. Like she's doing her little her Hillary thing where she goes. And yes goes, and they yes. tell they tell like inappropriate jokes in front of her and she's like yeah or doing her little <laughs> <laughs> like violently Always putting like... her hair behind her ear and she's like oh. exactly right oh my gosh <laughs> fucking love me some Hillary Duff man like she oh. didn't know what to do with these people she's like I'm from Disney if I act out they're gonna murder me <laughs> right <laughs> her too I'm like god if you only knew what was to come in your life like these yeah. the people in this very room will have some impact on your future ma'am mm -hmm. um so they introduce best group video and it's the Donna's for take it off iconic yeah um B2K featuring P Diddy for bump 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 Listen, um me and b2k oh my gosh every every day on school bus every day <laughs> who's your favorite b2k member 
Oh my gosh. I don't even know their names. That's the thing is like, I just remember listening to their music over and over again on my CD player. I don't even know where I got the fucking CD. It must have been my mom's. <laughs> bump, bump, bump. Yeah. Um, Good Charlotte, of course, for Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. White yeah. Stripes for Seven Nation Army and Coldplay for The Scientist. Um, Coldplay wins. Yeah. And that was pretty boring. And Eminem comes out again to tell this long drawn out joke about how last year he got in a fight with triumph the insult comic sock puppet dog can i back us up just a moment please? sure of course just a moment okay when they're walking out to present this award they're playing a song and it cuts to justin timberlake and he's like a bumping and grinding in his seat like so, so you have to look up the clip guys you have to look up this clip because he's like fully leaned down in his seat with hips a thrusting yes. you know and everybody's around him just sitting there watching him man guys, he's singing get low <laughs> troy sent me a clip of this and i'm playing it and as soon as they pan to justin i just hear the the troy troy Nijin spears laugh it's just like <laughs> He's singing Get Low. He's rapping. He's like literally uh, rapping to the sweat drip down my balls. I was like, I will not, I will not have this. I can't stand it. <laughs> uh, fast forward, yes. Eminem, the puppets. But yeah, Eminem, you know, is a, you know, he made a, a big headline last year when he fought with Triumph. So he brought it up again. And then um Crank Yankers was like a big show at this time. Mm-hmm. So the Crank Yankers puppets keep popping up throughout the show. Uh, they bring out Special Ed from Crank Yankers and Eminem yeah. beats him up on stage or whatever. Um, and then- One of those cringe moments. Yeah, I was just like, oh, like what? And then 50 Cent performs PIMP. Mm-hmm. And um, that was good. Yeah, it was fun. And that's- the 2003 video music awards yeah basically in a nutshell um there was one moment with the queer eye guys they come out and there was another joke made that um who came out with them it was um jimmy fallon came out with them Mm -hmm. and he was like lumped in as a queer eye i guess that was the bit is that he was lumped in as a queer eye guy and um he he made a joke black eye from the straight guy yes like, oh, yes. My gosh, oh my god man. like what is and like the i i get it i get it you know whatever thinking the jokes were funny but the homophobia dripping out of this is awful you know it's crazy because it's like all of the people who are running this network are gay mm-hmm. you know what i mean like the people people who work in art are gay yeah what are you doing they even make the joke as they're pre- bringing them on that they are the guys they're they're now dressing the guys that, who used to beat them up in high school right something like that like it's just weird and it's awkward and but you know what i'm glad to see queer eyes still going nowadays yeah you know? um, yeah was this also beyonce's performance she had that performance in this right she performed um baby Did boy she? and crazy in love yeah she came down like did i miss a portion of this fucking show <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. hold on i'm gonna look that up and make sure that is this one because i have notes for beyonce wait <laughs> this is one of the first times we hear her do the the run for for crazy in love she goes listen whoa, 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 whoa. wow yeah man okay i'm just like watching beyonce do this really quick i just like <laughs> 
I'm just really quickly watching. Uh, no wonder I was like, there's no performances. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody performed. You told me that at the beginning. It does feel like there were no performances, though. Like well, we were talking before we started recording is that there were so many iconic songs per category and like every category is just nominated like dripping with iconic music and these iconic songs weren't performed at this award show like they even like um i'm with you by avril lavigne was even like nominated for an award and i would think you know she would at least perform that right but like what i would give to see that i wish i wish oh okay yes i'm watching this now i have actually it's playing in my like ear at the same time as you so it's like really it's perfect and this is fucking incredible yeah and this is like yeah and like it's this like a an era of beyonce like really solidifying her own like dance style and like stage presence and look like this is her like turning herself into an icon which is so cool you know and it's so incredible to watch because these are the early days and you see how it's like it's like rougher right it's like Mm -hmm. it's like a work in progress it's like a an unfinished draft that she's working on and we see how this if you watch like a performance of this side by side with one of her more recent ones she's like honed her craft right and you see how that progression there um because she's got like all of the dancers she's got the little segments from you know here there and everywhere around the stage and you know yeah dance breaks and it is the beyonce to come even her voice. It's just a very early version of it. Yeah, her voice is great, man. Like her you know? crazy and run, or crazy and run, crazy and love run. I love it, man. I love it. It's amazing. And it's honestly yeah. like, even just from like the Destiny's Child days to, you know, from that to this to then now, like Beyonce obviously always knew that she could sing, but there was like a, a time where she would like really not miss the opportunity for a run. Like, I always think about her performing with Celine Dion and, like, outrunning Celine, you know? (laughs) And now she's, like, way... She's definitely very, like... She's, like, refined her voice. Yeah. Like... Absolutely. It's not all about the Christina of it all, you know? Oh, my gosh. And you've heard heard the story that her dad, like, would make her, you know, go run and sing and, like, belt while she was running in order to, like, train her voice and, like child abuse but like you right. know she's the now and she's able to do this <laughs> so i mean i wish my parents would have been you know a little harsher on me i guess uh, right totally but like it is just incredible to see her like this and like in, the, in these such early stages and you know beyonce is an interesting one because we always see these pop divas who like have stood the test of time being called like a flash in the pan in their earlier days. Right. And people are always questioning if like, like even Brittany, like was, they said, is she going to be has the staying power of Madonna or be the next Debbie Gibson of the new millennium. Right. Like that's right. a big question for every pop diva that comes along. Lady Gaga, all of them. Beyonce, nobody ever said that because she really took her time to get to this queen status right yeah and her career is different from everybody else's in that she did take that time and hone her craft and like didn't come out of the gate the biggest in the game right and now she is arguably that's exactly what it is it was like she took her time like you're right she crafted an image and even just seeing her like she's so aware even at this point of the importance of making like a a distinctive image like yeah. she throws on the fur and you know like you know as a Beyonce fan that when she throws on that fucking fur that she's about to perform dangerously in love 
and she starts stomping her fucking feet up to jay-z like you know what's going to happen because it's like she's created like iconic imagery like that's so cool the fan with the hair you know like yeah mentioned on every freaking interview you know from from early early on because that's her thing and that became right. her thing and she is such a great businesswoman in that and she's never really had a moment where she's burned to bright really fast and then burned out because mm. it's always been a steady burn a steady build to that fire and i feel like when she kind of steps back and she's not as popular anymore whether that's now or in the future um it's like a, it feels more like a natural kind of slowing down or a natural like decline from this mountain uh, right. rather than just a full-on fall off the cliff moment you know um yeah like it feels authentic yeah yeah she doesn't really have a moment where everybody's like beyonce's done you know all the pop divas love to throw on an award show where you know there's people screaming from the you know and on the screen it says lady gaga is over demi mm-hmm. is done Blah. you know like <laughs> it's like Beyonce doesn't do that because it's like that doesn't happen to Beyonce you know uh, right she very much knows her place in pop music and R&B and all of that but what's your yeah, favorite Beyonce um, album Zach oh my gosh Lemonade Lemonade is did it everything for me and I know that sounds like such a cliche answer but it really is just perfection to me it is one of my top has to be top three favorite albums it is so time. incredible it's beyond yeah. I mean it's beyond words I, yeah, I, I really got into her when Self Titled came out because up to then I was like, I don't really care about Beyonce. I really liked Four. I had that one. I bought that was my first Beyonce album I ever bought. But like, I wasn't Beyonce crazy until Self Album dropped or Self Titled dropped. Um, what's your you favorite so song off that one? Off of Lemonade uh, or Self Titled? Yeah. Oh, I really like Jealous. I yeah. love Jealous. Like I love a the lot. video to Jealous too. Oh my god, when she's walking. Yeah, I'd oh my god. Like, hey, I was like, everybody's like, wait a minute, is that fucking young? If she bumps into that guy's shoulder, it's so cool. It's great. Yeah. It's amazing. She's amazing, man. But um I'm glad that yeah, you made me watch that and that I didn't miss Beyonce's performance. <laughs> I wasn't gonna let you. I wasn't gonna let you. We'll have to practice in Beyonce at some point. Did you did you are you a fan of the Coachella one? Love. Beyonce's I'll watch that. I'll I'll, I'll watch it to no no end. I would love to react to that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Perfection. And talk about talk about an entrance to a performance with a minimal stage. Yeah. Perfection. Great. Um. But yeah, like this MTV. I don't think there's a whole lot of more highlights. Um. Mary J. Blige was really good. She looked great. But other than that, I don't think. Yeah, I think we've kind of covered everything. Yeah, sorry about Kelly that. Kelly Osborne when... was there. I, I let me say, let me say, I'm okay. sorry, sorry. Troy. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, I'm very annoyed that Kelly Osborne ever got famous, and this is me on my little soapbox. I fucking hate Kelly Osborne, and I'm never. Do you really? Yes. Do you like Kelly Osborne? <laughs> I didn't know that. I um, I have a weird relationship with her. I, I guess it's just the nostalgia, yeah. as Mariah Carey would say, the nostalgia, darling. Um, I, I, I mean, I like, I really, really had an attachment to her as a teenager. Like, I was obsessed during the Osbournes, you couldn't tell me anything. Like, Kelly was everything. Ugh. It annoyed me to see her every time they would flash over to her sitting with Avril Lavigne. I'm like, get the fuck away from her, <laughs> Kelly Osbourne. <laughs> That's so funny. No, people who don't like Kelly Osbourne hate her. That's what I'm... Uh, she's one of those people there's no in between. But I don't know her, so I'm a jealous bitch, really, in reality, you know? <laughs> and so it's, it's... I just... There's something about her I just don't like, but, you know, that's it. 
Um, well, I was gonna say I'm sorry that I, I I'm I'm sorry that I, I screwed things up. But when I watch these VMAs, it's like you really have to watch it in 12 parts on different YouTube channels because yeah, you know, it's like there it's a 20 year old award show. There's like pieces missing and shit. So you guys bear with Troy, me. Yeah, Troy sent me a. Uh, he's like the full one is here on this Russian side. I'm like I'm not going to that. I won't be visiting the Russian side that ends with dot ru. <laughs> I literally I opened up my computer it was like all Russian I was like "Mm, click (laughs) (laughs) this looks like the right thumbnail correct there you go well Zach thank you so much for doing this with me this was so fucking fun absolutely absolutely you know any time this was a fun one i was nervous about doing a vmas one because i'm like what if i because wa- i don't remember it what if i watch it and i don't recognize the people but like it was a really fun one to watch it was a great trip down memory lane and i love when you do these so i'll be looking forward to your next one we'll tell people where they can find you online and your youtube and everything this is a friday yeah tomorrow Okay. Uh, my bloody Judy on youtube.com slash ACB bonus features or on uh, Slayer Fest 98's podcasting platform. And then uh, season two of Coffee and Tequila, a, a uh, uh, semi daily show that I host with my husband where we talk about just pop culture and we're going to be starting to talk about just different topics. So we're going to start off with like the Anastasia Imposter, Anna Anderson. Um, season two, Coffee and Tequila. We'll start, I love Coffee uh, and Tequila. February. Third. it's been messy season one was really messy we were trying to find our footing but we've got it now we're pre-recording everything and it will launch uh first day of february actually yeah so that's it cool well thank you so much zach i hope that you guys enjoyed this obviously you know that you'll hear zach and i talking about something again in the next like day or so <laughs> we yeah. can't stop recording content <laughs> together do uh, you are you already sold out of the chicago show no i'm sold out of the boston yeah. show but chicago um, New York is like getting close, but Chicago exactly. and LA are still, there's still tickets left. Go buy some Chicago tickets, guys. Yeah, the link is in my bio. I'll be the best one. I'll be the best one. Well, I hope that you guys enjoyed this and uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Dunzo. This podcast is a part of the Solid Listen Network. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Also be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash solidlisten for exclusive content. You can follow me on Twitter at Troy McGee, and you can follow the podcast on all forms of social media at DunzoPod. That's D-U-N-Z-O. Thank you to executive producer Molly McAleer and coordinating producer Nicole Matthew. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.